Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed Young has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Advent is not an event. An event is pedestrian. An advent is powerful. An event is flippant. This advent is faithful. An event is casual. An advent is cosmic. An event you could say is kind of trite. This is about the treasure. Jesus is going to talk about, and he's in the middle of his uh, Olivet Discourse, he's going to talk about three groups of people and how God judges these three groups of people. When we hear these stories, and it's basically story one, story two, and story three. It's pretty complex, isn't it? When we hear these stories, we need to put ourselves in their sandals to put ourselves in their context and realize that God is above and beyond time and space. We need to think about what we're doing because we work out what God, by his grace, has worked in. We're not saved by works, but the Bible is very plain. The Bible says that you can look at someone and pretty much say, okay, They're believers just by the fruit in their lives. What kind of fruit are you producing? Is it organic, fresh produce? Or is it just plastic? Or a bunch of peels where you eat the fruit just for yourself? Hmm. Here are the three groups of people. Three quick stories. I call these stories... The advent, if I was writing a children's book, I would call these stories The Adventures of Advent. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a mansion, a marriage, and money. Those are cool topics. A mansion. Have you ever done a drop in before? You ever had a drop, you know, those parties drop in, come and go? I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> well, if you have a drop-in, and we've had them before in our neighborhoods, so you, you have like a certain time, maybe from 3 p.m. until 7 p.m., you just drop in. Now, when you drop in, you're supposed to drop out. <laughs> what happens? Well, I'm a pastor, and here's what's so funny. People, don't we? We love to see where other people live. We just love it. I want to see your house. 
How do you live? And if you're a preacher, oh my goodness. I've, I've tested this, I've beta tested this. 100% of the time we invite someone over, they show up. They're looking around. You mean you have a bathroom? You mean there's a kitchen over there? And you take out the trash? You have to be a pastor to really laugh at that. You drop in and drop out. That's the gospel. Jesus dropped in at the right time. He dropped out. But right before he left, he said, I'll be back. I'll be back. And for 2,000 years, the church has been waiting expectantly for that. Jesus started talking about a mansion. Now, back in the day, like I guess a lot of wealthy baby boomers now, a lot of people with, with a lot of stuff had you know three, four, five houses. And this is the context where Jesus talks about different servants. He calls this the faithful and the unfaithful servant. He said, basically, hey, there's a, there's a mansion and this, this owner is going to another one of his houses. So he decides to put a faithful servant over his entire household. And this guy is a working machine. He takes his responsibility and he, and he really, really is serious about it. So he makes sure the staff is well fed. He makes sure the house is just perfect. Landscaping and he's paying all the you know, power and light bills online. And he, he's doing just an incredible job. And here's what Jesus says. He has no idea this guy who's managing the mansion. He has no idea when the owner is coming back. But when the owner does come back, the owner's like, dude, I'm putting you in charge of something now on a H&L, a whole nother level. That's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's positive. Because this guy is thinking about his master coming back. He's thinking about this responsibility. Think about your life and mine. Jesus is coming back. We don't know when. And if someone tells you when, you know he's not gonna come back then. <laughs> then Jesus goes, okay, what if this guy was a slacker? What if this guy just spent his days scrolling through his phone and getting drunk and treating the house like, like it's, it's, it's a joke and like it's a frat house. And, and it, what if he is, is saying to himself, you know what, I've got time. I've got a lot of time. I'll just do what I'm gonna do. And, and, and this guy's not gonna come back. The owner's not gonna come back for a long time. Let me let scripture unpack this. Who then is the faithful and wise servant, Jesus asked, whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time? We're always giving out food, right? We should be sharing the bread of life. It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. But then he says, if you're not doing that, you will be separated 
and you'll be treated like the hypocrites. And in some, in some translations it says, you'll be cut to pieces. Ouch, another cold plunge verse. So what was Jesus driving at? Think about Advent, he was driving at responsibility. He was saying, be responsible. Do you realize our risk-taking God has given us great responsibility? It's a free will. So it's our response to the abilities God has given us because you have abilities that I don't have. Maybe you have a lot more abilities than me, but we all have abilities. What are you doing with your abilities? There's, a, there's an old fable that I read about years ago. It's about the devil. There were three apprentice devils, and they went to earth and they met with Satan, General Satan. And, and then one said, you know, Satan, I've been trying to convince people there is no God. And Satan goes, well, that's stupid because most people know there's a God. I mean, even the, the atheist down deep knows there's a God. So, whatever. The second one said, well, I'm trying to convince people there is no hell. Satan was like, man, you're not very smart. People know intuitively there's a hell. And then the third apprentice said, Satan, I've convinced people just to relax and, and not to be in any hurry. He said, you will influence squillions. It's my interpretation of the fable. The worst discovery for mankind is tomorrow. I'll get right with God tomorrow. I'll use my gifts tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. So what are you doing with your mansion? You could say this mansion, the body of Christ, what are you doing with the body of Christ? I'm, I'm a servant. I mean, what kind of food am I feeding? Am I feeding you junk food or the word of God? I'm not feeding you what you want. I'm feeding you what you need. And leadership is not bowing down to what people want. Listen to me. It is understanding their need and taking them to that place. Very important. Very important. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share the profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. 
Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. So Jesus segues from the marriage to a wedding. Is that, is that funny? A wedding. And, and I, I love the, the message, what the message says about these people. Because he's talking about 10 bridesmaids. Have you ever been a bridesmaid? Don't lift your hand because you're not going to lift your hand because no one's lifting their hand today. <laughs> Matthew 25, I love this. God's kingdom, I love this, is like 10 young virgins, read bridesmaids, who took oil lamps and went out to greet the bridegroom. Let me give you some history on weddings back in the day. The bridegroom would leave his house, go to the bride's house, ceremony would take place. No one knew how long that would last. Then they would pivot and do a big wedding parade all the way back, thank you, to the bridegroom's house for a feast that would last for a week. And dad, you thought weddings were expensive now. You have no idea. Thank the Lord right now that you were born during this time compared to being, okay. Well, the bridesmaids would wait to join the wedding party as they moved from the bride's house to the groom's house. And his wedding party had 10 bridesmaids, all right? God's kingdom is like 10 young virgins who took oil lamps and went out to greet the bridegroom. Five were silly. In the Greek, this is blonde. And I'm, I'm kidding. Lisa told me to say that. Five were dingers. <laughs> and the other five were smart. The silly virgins took lamps. This is unbelievable, but no extra oil. Okay, kids, you don't identify with this. They took their cell phones. They were down to one bar. Okay, you got it now? They're like, oh, I understand now. The smart virgins took jars of oil to feed their lamps. They had backup. They brought their chargers. <laughs> the bridegroom didn't show up. They all expected him and they all fell asleep, which is fine. I mean, you, you pull an all-nighter, everyone's gonna sleep. I understand that. Much later, the other virgins, the silly ones, the dingers, showed up and knocked on the door because the wedding party had already come by. They didn't have enough oil. They tried to get oil from the five smart bridesmaids and the five smart bridesmaids were like, we only have enough for us. They go to the 7-Eleven to get some oil. They come back, it's too late. So they're knocking on the door. Master. We're here, let us in. He answered, I'm talking about the 
the bridegroom. Do I know you? This is Jesus. I don't think I know you. So stay alert. You have no idea when he might arrive. So what did Jesus say? Story one, Jesus said, be responsible. Story two, he said, be ready. You know those ever ready batteries? Are you ever ready for the ever after? The oil symbolizes the Holy Spirit of God. And these smart virgins, they knew how to cut the wick to keep the fire going. How many times will God cut us back so we can flourish and so we can be a light? But back in the day, you'd be arrested if you're walking around a street without some sort of a torch or a lamp. And these girls, no more, no more oil, didn't think it through, and they were in serious trouble. Again, I've got to ask you, how are you living your life? Well, Jesus then tells story three. Story three, he talks about, you could say a manager or money. You might've heard this before in Matthew 25. It says, well, let me, before I, before I read this to you, let me, let me kind of set the stage. Jesus was talking about talents and I'm gonna give it to you real quick. He, he assessed the, the talents of some of his workers and he uses the illustration of another wealthy guy and of course Jesus is the wealthy guy. He's seeing his, his workers and this wealthy guy is so confident in them he gives one five talents, which was a big sum of money. He gives another two talents, another large sum of money. And then he sees someone else, one of his workers, he gives him one talent. Some people here are five talent people. Awesome, it's the sovereignty of God. Some here are two talent people. Others here are one talent people. The, the guy with the five talent invests his parlays his and doubles his investment. The guy with two talents doubles his. Our friend with one talent, buries it. Mr. Big Money, Mr. High Roller comes back. The guy with five talents, he rewards him. He blesses him beyond his wildest dreams. Two talent, he blesses him beyond his wildest dream. The guy who buried his, he took that talent and gave it away. And again, this guy is shunned. God judges you and me based on the resources he's given us. So be resourced. If you're one talent, invest it. God's gonna bless your socks off. If you're two talent, invest it. God will bless your socks off. If you're five talents, invest it. God will resource you beyond your wildest dreams. 
What has God blessed you with? So if we're responsible, go back through it. If we're ready, if we're resourced, we'll be prepared. Because Jesus has come and he's coming. One day I was sitting down with a guy having coffee. And we were talking about A, B, and C, you know. And this guy, I could just tell, was, was not a, a follower of Christ. So he was talking about his life and he was a young guy and the future. And I just asked him a couple of questions. I said, so tell me about your plans. He goes, well, I ultimately want to get married. Well, that's cool. I said, what then? What next? He goes, uh, have kids. What next? Have a good career. What next? Well, maybe grandkids. What next? And it went on and on and on. And then he said, well, then I'll get to the end of my life. And I said, what next? He said, well, I guess I'll die. And then I know the Holy Spirit gave me these words. I said, what next? He goes, I don't know. I said, you're not ready to live until you're ready to die. What if you died right now? Do you know where you would go? Jesus is coming. He came and he's coming. Allow him to come into your life. Because when you do, you'll know what the advantageous life is all about. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, thank you for these sobering words. Thank you for this season of celebration, of participation as we think about your miracle of dawning the flesh. Also, Father, may we realize the urgency and often emergency that we have to live for you. And if you're here and you've never, ever, ever asked Jesus to come into your life, just simply say, Jesus, come into my life. You've come, you're coming again, come into my life. I turn from my sin, I admit to you that I'm a sinner. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. I open my life to you, come into my life. If you said that, that's the, that's the best open door decision that you will ever make. Others here, you're believers, but maybe you've been resting, maybe you've been sleeping, maybe you've been acting like, well, it doesn't really matter right now, I've got a bunch of time. Now is the time to live this advantageous life. So we voice this prayer 
in the name of Jesus Christ, our living Lord. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment. And it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great context and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Until next time, God bless.